Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. I'm Monica Packer from About Progress, and this is A Growth Spurt, a short episode where I share a bite-sized way you can increase your progress today. We all know and hopefully love the great British baking show. This is a big hit in the Packer family. We love to watch it together, and one episode at a time, sometimes like a week or two or a couple months in between. But it brings me right back to 2000, maybe 16, 17, 18, 19, where I watched an episode of this a few days a week in the morning while a baby napped and my toddler would get to watch alongside me while I did strength training. And it became a fun tradition for us. Now, I blew through the first couple seasons that were available on Netflix. And after that, I kind of was left with nothing to do during my workout time. So I began to watch another British cooking show that was suggested to me by the Netflix algorithm, and it is called The Big Family Cooking Showdown. Now, this is where a couple of families work within their own families competing against other families. And they have different themes of meals they're supposed to make, certain timelines they're supposed to make those in, and great judging. And they go through several rounds until they get to the very end. Now, why I ended up loving this show too uh, was kind of similar to why I love the Great British Baking Show is because there's so many different personalities. You can see this even within insular families, like each family almost has their own personality. But within each family, there's so many different unique viewpoints and abilities and opinions and yes, personalities. I just found it very entertaining and very 
fun to watch, not just for the entertaining factor, but because I was learning as I went. And what I learned was the life lessons that I think I also found in the Great British Bake Off. Now, one of those came through one family in particular. During a certain round, they were trying to stand out by being very unique. And because of that, they did something different than they ever done before. They took uh, the, the proposed ingredients and they tried to do something totally new. And while that has paid off with other people in the past and maybe other uh, competitors, like they were able to shine and do something really unique that the judges were very impressed by, this family and this round, it did not go that way. They barely squeaked through and made it to the next round. And during that round, from the get-go, they had one family member who was shouting to the main cook, play to your strengths. And that was their game plan. Let's take what we do well and not try to reinvent the will, not try to do something totally new and different that although that has its place, but right here, right now, we just have to play to our strengths and build off of those instead. And I'm sure you could guess the ending here. They did way better that round. And to be honest, I can't remember if they won overall, uh, but I just know they did so much better. (laughs) And that really stood out to me because it made me think, What if we played to our strengths? It is so easy to focus on what we want to fix about ourselves, our personalities, our lives, our habits, our relationships. And believe me, I'm one of those people too. I really relate to Alexander Hamilton from the musical Hamilton, where as he says, I'll never be satisfied. (laughs) And that's kind of me. I mean, for good and for bad, I have that that drive in me that I can never really be satisfied because I like things to just keep getting better and working on things. So I'm the first to own that I often know the things I need to work on and want to work on and as a family and as a community and even my faith, right? So it's okay that we know the things we want to work on and that we're very aware of them. But if we are only focusing on those things, that is setting ourselves up for a pretty unhappy life, I would say. So maybe there's a different way. And that way is to not shove the weaknesses or the things you want to work on underneath the bed and forget about them. Instead, it's to use that same strategy from this family cooking show and play to your strengths. To me, I see this in three forms. First, we have to own what our strengths even are, then we need to strengthen those strengths, and then use those strengths to help strengthen, in other words, improve our weaknesses as well. I'm going to give you a quick example. One of the strengths I've had since I was a little girl is that I love to learn. The love of learning has guided my entire life, especially when I've fed this strength well. I could sit in a classroom all day, every day and be so happy. I've always loved school and I've been good at school, but mostly because I love to learn. Now I have another weakness though, with learning in particular, I am not good at retaining what I learn. I see this all the time. Even now I read a ton of books and I might finish a book and just be like, that was the best book for these reasons. And I can't wait to share it with all these people. And then 
I still remember I love the book, but I can't exactly remember different things that really stood out to me before. That could be difficult with school because even though I felt like I had all these light bulbs going off in my head when I was in the classroom or when I was studying on my own and learning so much and loving it, it would be really hard for me to test well or to write an essay or to have something really good to say in the classroom later on on the same topic or even years down the road. There might have been something I was so passionate about learning and it could make me pretty sad that I didn't have the retaining power to bring up different facts, even down to this is my favorite poet from the Great War period when I went on my my London study abroad. Man, I wish I could remember those things pretty well. So does this mean I'm just stupid? (laughs) Like I love to learn, but I'm just a stupid dodo head. No, but it does mean I have a strength and a weakness. So let's walk through those steps. I can own the strength. I love to learn and I love to prioritize the strength in my life. But I can also strengthen the strength by finding new ways of learning that help me learn better. Back in college, I looked at this as not just reading something and learning from it, but highlighting and then later writing notes on what I just read and then going back to the notes and highlighting those notes and then summarizing them and then teaching them to someone else in a group study, uh, a study group, you know, that helped me. That helped me strengthen my love of learning. And that went to the third category here of improving, losing our strengths to improve our weaknesses. So that those different ways of learning and, and building on that strength of my love of learning helped me better retain what I was learning because of the repetition. So I want you to think of how you can apply this in your own life. How can you take a strength and own that strength and prioritize it better in your life and value it and make sure you're making time for it? And then how can you strengthen it and use that strength to help a weakness? Maybe a strength you have is that you are very good with numbers or You are an amazing baker. Maybe you have a very creative spirit or it's a personality strength. Like you have a great sense of humor. Think about how can you strengthen that strength or or let's go back. How can you own that strength and then strengthen it and use it to help improve a weakness? Let's take baking. Maybe you are a great baker, but a weakness you have is that you find yourself living a very insular life. You tend to be an introvert and and that means that you don't interact with people as much as you'd like to. Now, I'm an introvert and I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but there are times when we realize that we do need people and we could prioritize friendship better, but it just is not it doesn't come easily. It doesn't come easily to me at least. So, what if I were valuing that strength? I was owning it and making sure it was part of my life and I was improving on it, but I used that strength to help me with the weakness. Maybe I find someone else who is interested in baking and I invite that person over to teach them about the basics of sourdough. And then later I ask if I can come over and they can teach me how to make their amazing banana bread or their key to the perfect cookie. Let's think about that for yourself. What's a strength you can own? What's a strength you can better strengthen and then use it to help you improve any weakness in your life that you think needs that boost. Play to your strengths. They're there for you for a reason. And why not? It makes life better and feel better in the long run. 
before I leave you today, I want to spotlight a progressor. I do this in each growth spurt. Today, I want to spotlight Katie Basto. She was actually one of our earlier How Do You episode guests about law school. And I did a post on Instagram lately where I shared, you're not behind, you're just going at your own pace. And there were so many great comments there, but I always love to hear what Katie say, says. She's just the most brilliant, well-written person ever. And I love her perspective. And she said, um, I struggled feeling good enough every single day in law school. I saw other success and getting attention for internships, grades, and I was envious for a while. I had pretty good grades and opportunities at worthwhile internships, but still it didn't feel like enough when it felt like others were just so much more awesome. I had to commit to the idea of keeping my eyes on my own paper. I had to really work at reminding myself daily that I was running a different race with different end goals than my classmates. So my choices and priorities would look different, but with time, it all comes full circle and I've seen good things for myself, even if I wasn't sure that would happen all along. So I just love that so much because, you know, a lot of times when we are going for something, it can be really difficult when our pace has to be a lot slower than someone else or look like a different path altogether. And that whole idea came from an episode I did with Krista Lee Beck last week. I highly recommend listening to that episode. It came at the perfect time and so many women really felt that that episode was for them in particular. So thank you to Katie and thank you to you for listening. Don't forget to play to your strengths and now go do something with what you learned today. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.